Our readings this evening, which is actually quite often the case when it comes to sacred scripture, remind us of just how important, just how fundamental for us is the virtue of humility. In the gospel, our Lord spoke very clearly the moral, if you will, of the parable. The one who humbles himself will be exalted. And we heard in that first reading that it's the prayer of the lowly that pierces the clouds. Now, I think we often consider humility as merely an acknowledgement of our weakness, kind of that negative aspect of humility expressed by the tax collector in the gospel today. Oh, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. He was acknowledging what he is not. He is not just and upright and holy. Or another line of the gospel that speaks to this is in John's gospel, when our Lord says to his disciples, apart from me, you can do nothing. And it is true, humility does mean this. It means recognizing our littleness, our weakness. Our radical, absolute dependence upon God that apart from him we are nothing. We are dust, and to dust we shall return, as we're reminded every year on Ash Wednesday. But humility also has a flip side, if you will. There's a positive character to the virtue of humility that it's important that we not overlook. Because even though apart from God, we are indeed nothing, that God is a generous giver of so many gifts and graces. And so humility also means acknowledging that thanks be to God, I am truly rich. He has lavished so much upon me, undeservedly, as a free gift. And humility means recognizing that as well. Seeing clearly the gifts and the blessings that the Lord has poured into my life. And it's important that we learn to live both of these aspects of humility. Because when we recognize all of those gifts and blessings, those graces that God so generously pours out for us as a loving father. It necessarily, injustice calls forth from us gratitude and the question, what do you desire me to do with these gifts, Lord? Today, in every nation of the world, the Universal Church celebrates World Mission Day. It's a yearly reminder that every single one of us is called to be on mission if we are baptized, and even more so if we are confirmed. The call to mission doesn't necessarily mean traveling to a foreign country to serve the poor and to proclaim the gospel where it's never been heard before. You and I are called to mission right here in Wentzville, Missouri. Living as we do in our time in an age that is so very secular, There's a great mission that you and I are meant to be a part of, of bringing the joy and the beauty of the truth of the gospel 
to bear in our world today. And when we hear that, we might think, that is not something that I can do. I'm not equipped to preach on the street corner or to knock on doors, certainly not to stand at a pulpit, maybe. But this, this call to humility today teaches us something very important, that to be on mission is much simpler than any of that. To be on mission simply means to make that move that says, Lord, you've given me these gifts. For what end? And placing the gifts that the Lord has given us at his disposal. Because when we do that, he will bear such great fruit from our willingness to share the gifts he's given us with one another. This is how St. Paul fulfilled his call to mission. In the second reading today, he summarized it in this way. The Lord stood by me and gave me strength so that through me the proclamation might be completed and all the Gentiles might hear it. You see, St. Paul was nothing other than a man whose heart was so set on fire by his encounter with Christ that he gave everything to him. He offered the whole of his life to the Lord in trust that the Lord would stand by him and give him strength to do whatever it was that he wanted him to do with those gifts that he'd received. And the world literally was changed because of that willingness of St. Paul to do that. We may not be called to knock on doors or preach on street corners, but we can live holy, generous lives. Lives where we are not afraid to allow what we do here on Sunday to impact also what we say and do every day and everywhere that we are. That's all it means to fulfill this call to mission. And this harkens back certainly also to this theme of stewardship, which we're observing in our parish this weekend that we heard Michelle speak so beautifully about before Holy Mass this evening. Because this is what stewardship is. It's being grateful for those gifts the Lord's given us. And it's acknowledging that they are precisely that. They are gifts. They're not things for us to grasp onto and hold onto as if they're They're our own. But they're given to us in order to be shared. It happens, yes, also through our financial generosity, definitely. And this time of year is a time when we invite you every year to reconsider how you are giving of your financial gifts, not only to our parish, but to others who are in need. But it also means just making anew that step of recognizing everything as a gift and offering it to the Lord. In a particular way, for young people, it's important for you to hear stewardship Mission is not something that you live just when you grow up. It's for you now also. You have gifts that the Lord's given you. And if you have that openness of heart to offer them to him and to place them at his disposal, he'll use you even now and also later to do so many beautiful things in our world. 
And it's particularly in our youth, I think, that this call to stewardship means opening our heart to whatever the vocation is that the Lord desires us to live in our lives. And so for those of you young people who are here today, I want to challenge you and encourage you to open your heart to the possibility of the Lord calling you to a vocation as a priest or a religious sister or brother. It's something that the church and the world very much needs. It's something that the Lord is calling some of you to. And if it seems frightening, allow the words of Christ that echoed so often in the gospel, be not afraid to comfort you. Because if that's his will for your life, it's his will for your happiness, for your joy. It is a gift from the Lord. As is the case with everything in our faith, we practice all of this here at Mass. That's why practicing Catholics are people who go to Mass every Sunday and Holy Day. Because what we're meant to do every single week here at Mass is to lay our gifts, to lay our very lives here at the foot of the altar, to offer them in sacrifice with our Lord Jesus Christ to the Father. And the beautiful thing that happens when we offer our gifts is that the Lord doesn't just take them and remove them from our lives, but he transforms them and gives them back elevated, sanctified, consecrated, just as he does with the bread and the wine that we place on the altar. Let us come to Holy Mass then today with open hands, not grasping and clinging to the gifts the Lord has given us, but out of that virtue of humility, acknowledging them for what they are, gifts, offering them to the Lord, and expressing our willingness to use our gifts as he desires. The fruit of that, if we live in that way, if we live that spirit of stewardship and mission in our lives, rooted in that beautiful virtue of humility, then each of us one day will be able to echo the words of St. Paul, I have competed well. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. From now on, the crown of righteousness awaits me. St. Patrick, pray for us.